Welcome to the Retire Well Podcast, the show that focuses on showing you how to get the most out of your retirement. Each week, we're going to dive into topics that affect people just like you. Ways to save money on your healthcare costs, smart income planning strategies, estate planning tools, and a whole lot more. We're going to get straight to the point with short episodes of 20 minutes or less on the information that you need to know to be able to retire well. I'm your host and retirement specialist, Kelly Racicott. Thanks for tuning in to this week's show. Now let's get started. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the Retire Well podcast. I can't believe that this is the 25th episode of the show. Honestly, of all the things I ever thought that I'd be doing, hosting a podcast was definitely not on my list. And here we are, already at number 25. So I just wanted to send a big shout out to all of our listeners. You guys really are the best. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me every week. And if you're new to the show, welcome. And I hope you get some value while you're here. All right, this week on the show, I want to cover a topic that unfortunately affects an awful lot of people. And it's always an area of concern when we're planning for healthcare later in life. And so today I'm going to be talking about the high cost of cancer treatment and how Medicare pays for that and where you might experience some high out-of-pocket costs. Cancer is a disease that It affects just about everyone in one way or another. I mean, really, I can't think of a single person that I know who has not been impacted by cancer. Can you? I mean, whether you've been diagnosed yourself or it's somebody close to you, cancer affects all of us to some degree. And as we age, our risk for cancer increases. And according to the National Cancer Institute, the median age for cancer diagnosis is 66. The majority of cancer patients, 60% of them, are age 65 or older. And 25% of all new cancer cases are in people between the ages of 65 and 74. So this is a big area of concern for today's retirees. But what causes this? You know, probably a lot of things. You know, maybe it's that our immune system is starting to weaken as we age. And it could also be, you know, all those bad decisions that we made in our 20s that are finally starting to catch up to us. You know, and Lord knows I've done my fair share of damage to myself. Remember just a few decades ago when we used to lather up with coconut oil before heading out to lay in the sun? We literally and quite purposefully baked ourselves in the name of a good tan. It's crazy. And many of you listening probably remember the giant ashtray that had its own stand in the living room about 10 feet away from where the baby was playing on the floor. I mean, that thing was its own piece of furniture. So we can laugh about these things now because back then, well, we just didn't know. And probably 30 years from now, your children's children's children will probably be absolutely aghast at something that we're all currently doing today that we just don't know yet is bad for us. So after years of our less than healthy decisions, we've seen a lifetime of exposure to harsh chemicals, radiation, and other environmental factors too. And so now given all that, one in two are likely to be diagnosed with some type of cancer. And given that age is the number one risk factor for cancer, I think it makes pretty good sense that we prepare for that and understand how the insurance that we have during that time of our life pays for that type of care. 
And generally speaking, I'm going to be talking about Medicare. You know, most of you listening will be signing up for Medicare at age 65 or sometime thereafter. And we've talked before about the parts to Medicare, you know, part A for your hospital, B for your doctor's services, C is Medicare Advantage, you know, the bundle, and then part D is for your prescription drugs. So now when we think about the high cost of cancer treatment, most of us automatically start to think about chemotherapy and radiation. And that's for good reason. You know, they are definitely expensive. And the American Cancer Society predicts a 34% increase in these costs by 2030. So overall, yes, Medicare does cover cancer care. So getting down to which part covers it and what you can expect to pay out of pocket is important to understand. Because depending on how you choose to get your Medicare, the answer could be different. So overall, Part B of Medicare is what covers your medical care. So if you need to have surgery, imaging, biopsies, blood tests, all your follow-up visits, all of that is going to be covered under Part B of Medicare. Part B also covers any medications that you get while you're in the doctor's office or in the hospital. So think chemotherapy, radiation, infusions, they're going to fall under that category too. Medicare Part B has a yearly deductible of 240 bucks, and after that, it's an 80-20 split. In other words, after you meet the $240 deductible, you would be responsible for 20% coinsurance. Medicare is going to pay the other 80%. Now, if you have a Medicare supplement that goes along with your Medicare, then your supplement's going to pick up that 20% for you. So you pay the Part B deductible of 240 bucks, and then your supplement's going to pick up the rest, okay? Now, what happens if you have a Medicare Advantage plan? Because these work entirely different, all right? Medicare Advantage is a part of Medicare, and your Part B medical coverage is included in the plan. Now, if you remember, Medicare Advantage is Part C of Medicare, and Part C is the bundle that includes Parts A, B, D, A, B, C, or A, B, and D equals C. Jeez. Um, boy, that was a mouthful. All right. So the big difference here is that those plans, you're going to, you're going to get a summary of benefits. And so you would have a stated copay for a various service. So for example, if you needed to have outpatient surgery, your copay might be say $200. And that's just for example, every plan is different, but they also have a maximum out of pocket. And so this is sort of like a catastrophic stop that they put in place to limit your exposure. All plans are different, so it's important to check your summary of benefits to see what your copays will be for various different services. But Medicare Advantage plans also pay for Part B drugs. Again, the rules are the same here. So chemotherapy, radiation, infusions are going to fall under this category. Your cost would be 20% of the Part B medication that you receive up to the stated um, maximum out of pocket. So these types of treatments can get very expensive. So 20% of that can become a lot of money real quick. A 2017 study showed that people with Medicare paid an average annual out-of-pocket cost of anywhere between $5,900 and $8,100. And it's very specific. So let's say for example, that you're on a Medicare Advantage plan that has an $8,000 maximum out-of-pocket limit. And let's say you're diagnosed with cancer in November. You begin treatment in December, and your treatment carries into the following, following calendar year. 
Well, depending on the cost of your treatments, you could very well hit your maximum out of pocket back to back. So let's say you hit that in December and then you hit it again in January. So that would be $16,000 out of pocket right off the bat. Fighting cancer is tough enough. Being slapped with high medical bills is the last thing that you need. Okay, so if you have a higher risk of cancer, now whether that's due to your genetics or your lifestyle factors, it's especially important for you to understand how these types of Medicare options work so that you can make the best informed decision for yourself. And it's worth noting here the rise in popularity of standalone cancer plans, right? Cancer plans are offered by private insurance companies, and they aren't part of Medicare, and they aren't part of any major medical plan. They only cover one thing. You guessed it, cancer. So if you're diagnosed with cancer, they're going to pay you a stated benefit. And policies like this, they come in a bunch of different flavors, but I like the ones that are a lump sum. You get diagnosed, you file a claim, they send you a check, and you're done. All right. So, but having a policy like this would allow you to meet those high costs. And a lot of my Medicare Advantage clients have these standalone cancer policies for just this purpose alone. All right. Now, let's talk about Part D prescriptions. Okay. So, we talked about Part B covering the medications that you get in the doctor's office. So, like chemotherapy, radiation, infusion. Part D covers your oral medications that you generally pick up at the pharmacy or you might get through the mail order. In the case of cancer treatment, you might be prescribed some type of chemotherapy pill. And these medications, they can be a tier five um, on your formulary. And that's not always the case, but a lot of um, cancer medications can be as high as a tier five on the formulary. And on most Part D drug plans, you're going to be responsible for up to 33% of the cost of that. And so as you can imagine, um, this can get real expensive real quick, okay? So as you're looking into your healthcare options for your own retirement, make sure that you take not only your current health issues into consideration, but also be sure to factor in family history, lifestyle risk factors as well, and make sure that you understand what options are available, and make sure that you're taking advantage of all of the resources that are out there for you. All right, everyone, that's a wrap on today's episode. I do hope that you all have a great week, and I'm going to see you back here next time. Thanks so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Retire Well podcast. Our goal here is always to bring you value and share insights to make your retirement everything you always hoped it would be. I would be forever grateful if you would leave us a review because that helps more people find the show and please share it wherever you share things on social media. Thanks again. And I hope to see you back here next week. The preceding information does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. All opinions and information shared in this episode is for informational purposes only and should not be acted upon without the assistance of a qualified and licensed professional. Any guarantees mentioned are subject to the strength and claims paying ability of the insurance company and any mention of rates or performance are subject to change without notice. Kelly Racicott is the agency owner of Hometown Retirement Specialists, LLC. If you have questions about the show, Kelly or Hometown Retirement Specialists, please visit us on the web at yourhrsagent.com and you can find our full disclosure in the show notes.